Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino Fun Show for the first two hours today. It's going to continue in this hour as, uh, I mean, we haven't even touched on this yet today because of all the, the NBA for the Game 3 tonight, Major League Baseball stuff, and what happened yesterday in golf. Also, big story in our racket, Paulie, as uh, more, well, another player in trouble in the NFL, if you can believe it or not. And David Purdom does a great job covering this for ESPN.com. He joins us here early on a Wednesday morning. Good morning, sir. How are you today? I'm great. How are you guys? Doing really well. My first question to you is, with the latest player in trouble, Isaiah Rogers for the Indianapolis Colts, are we positive, David, that current NFL players know what the exact league rules are when it comes to betting on sports? They certainly should be. Uh, The NFL estimates that it educates over 17,000 league personnel and players. They do online sessions and in-person sessions, training, breaking down all the policy and everything you do. Now, you guys have probably gone through corporate training before, and sometimes it's easy to kind of yawn through that. Certainly, I've done that, try to rush it through. I understand some of the nuances, right? You're not allowed to place a bet uh, on a team facility or while traveling with a team. I can see how that one can get confused. That's some of the things that caught up some of those Detroit Lions players. Mm -hmm. What I do not understand is how you can possibly think, even if you've never even heard the gambling policy, in your head, in your heart, you think, hey, I play in the NFL. It's okay for me to bet on the NFL. I don't get that at all. Mm. Well said. And it, and it's also one thing, you know, what Ridley did, but if is Rodgers going to throw it all away over 25 and $50 bets? That's another thing. It's crazy. You know, the, the, the account that he was playing under, uh, they estimated bet upwards of 100 bets, different bets, but they were mostly small. They were like 25 and $50 bets. Uh, there was one that supposedly uh, ranged up to the low four figures, but the vast majority were small, small bets. Now, some of them were on Colts games, involving Colts games. We mm-hmm. don't know if he was betting on or against the Colts or if it was a player prop. All kinds of things have been thrown out there. Those are some of the details we don't know. But, yeah, he it wasn't like he was make, making huge, huge bets. So uh, to risk it all for a 25 to $50 bet, crazy. Well, here's also part of the story that uh, players better figure out quickly, and that is betting at team facilities Mm -hmm. simply is not okay. And again, in your story, 
the league has been working with companies such as U.S. Integrity. They have, they basically, do I have this right, David? They have the technology to pinpoint the geolocation and they can determine if bets were actually made when players were at the team facility? Yeah, uh, state regulators, uh, gaming regulators have access to a geolocation portal and they can kind of zone in on uh, areas that are not supposed to be having a lot of bets come from locker room, facility, training facility, so forth, college campus, college uh, stadium, those kind of things. And when they start seeing pings from there, hey, a bet was placed here, that was placed at the Colts facility or whatever, they examine those accounts more closely. The NFL also has some in-house technology that they are pretty, pretty good with, and they've got a dedicated team uh, that, that looks in and investigates this stuff. So uh, they certainly are trying their best to monitor and identify this, and that's kind of what the legalization process is for to bring so in that way uh, it's not so much of a huge surprise that we're seeing more because we have so much more visibility mm-hmm. uh, i don't think we're naive enough to believe that you know that this was not happening before legalization it was just happening in an unregulated market where we couldn't see it so now that's the, the good thing about legalization is that we do have more visibility to identify these things and you think in the next coming weeks there could be even more guys who get caught or comes out. Yeah, uh, there's been buzz around the league um, in the gaming industry for oh, close to a month now that uh, there's going to be a second wave uh, of violations. We had the, the ones with the Lions and, and the Commanders um, just recently. Um, we think that there's going to be another wave, and I've heard most consistent estimates up to over 12 players. So oh. uh, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. You know what else? I think uh, agents really need to sit down with their with their clients right and and hit this home and 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 tell them and remind them yes i get it you have this you know um course every single year the league tells every single player but guys seriously this cannot happen don't get don't no funny business you can't do it when you're on a tarmac leaving on a plane you can't do anything like that close to a team facility and oh by the way don't have any of your friends do it either don't have a third party a second party or third party involved here where you're going to say, I can get away with this. My buddy's going to bet for me. Don't take it like that. I think the agent's going to have to be a big part of this as well. Yeah, 100% agree. I mean, it's just not worth the risk. And uh, the language in the NFL policy is pretty explicit. Hey, you can't do this for my intermediary, intermediary, a third person, a third party, uh, placing these bets or you facilitate. You can't do it. The NFL mentions that in its policy. Yep. The great David Purdom, our guest, ESPN, ESPN Chalk, Fall the Money, Paulie and Mitch Visa, and the Sports Betting Network, uh, Williams was not aware of the rule he violated, but he won't appeal the six-game suspension. Now, what, what is this you have that the Tennis Integrity Association announced that it banned a chair umpire who manipulated scores for betting purposes by incorrectly entering scores into a handheld device for two years? Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, Bolivian chair umpire uh, was banned for six years from, from the sport. I think he got a $10,000 fine as well. Uh, manipulating scores and putting them in, putting them incorrectly into their little, you know, they have a little iPad. You see it when they're officiating. Okay. They, they put them in there and, and he put in the wrong scores. And evidently it was for betting purposes, according to the tennis integrity agency. And, you know, tennis has always had issues with integrity stuff. I mean, it's a individual sport. It, it's just kind of rife uh, for match fixing. A lot of low-level tennis matches uh, are often targeted, and it happens. You get those little releases quite regularly from the Tennis Integrity Association. I thought this one was noteworthy just because of what how the process could have been inputting the wrong scores. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Uh, good observation and a great tweet. Uh, a question for you, your, your thoughts on this from a personal standpoint, and then with your following, and if you reach out to, to uh, your, your people who follow you on Twitter and your readers, there's some big tickets out there on the Miami Heat. There's some huge tickets out there uh, capped off if the Knights win the Cup. What's your philosophy on hedging and locking in a profit? Well, first, I always want to say that, hey, I write about betting, but I'm not really great better. I'm, I'm not very good. Uh, I'm not a professional better by any means. But I've talked to a bunch of them, right? Right. And I would say there's this pretty big divide between the professional betting world and the recreational betting world when it comes to hedging. 
You know, the professionals look at it as you're giving away EV, right? You've put yourself in this position to capitalize on a bet that you've got really great odds on for compared to where they're at now, right? Why give that EV away? And that's what the professionals most likely, most of them will say, that they don't hedge very often. The other side of the coin is your recreational guy, right? He's got $50 to win 10000 or whatever it is. That's a big, huge chunk of money, and if you're able to shop around, make sure you absolutely get the best price on the other side. Secondly, you've got to have the money to be able to put up the hedge. Then it kind of seems like I can understand it. So there is definitely a divide between what people in the professional world think about hedging and then what people in the recreational world about hedging. Whenever you hear a ticket that comes out and you put it on Twitter, mm-hmm. a big future, always oh, got a hedge, always oh, got a hedge, always oh, got a hedge. Then you talk to the pros, no, don't hedge. You don't want to give away that value. Well, I also think that pros are going to be putting themselves in spots like that on a consistent basis yeah. to where if they let it go and they cash enough of them, it's going to play out that way. But recreational bettors might only be in that spot once or twice in their entire life, you know? 100%. 100% agree. Yeah. Yep. Great job, sir. Keep up the good work. You got it, guys. Have a good rest of your week. Thanks for you having too. me on. You too. David Purdy. Be good. Follow him on Twitter as well. Um, but the, the, you're seeing some astronomical payouts on some of these with the cross-sport parlays. And then, you know, it, you know, it starts with the Chiefs. A lot of them are the, have the same teams in common. Chiefs won the Super Bowl, Argentina World Cup, and then, like, uh, Knights was something else. Some had it, Connecticut on there. Yep, yeah, Connecticut, College another basketball. one. And then it all comes down to this, and then what do you do? So, yep. By the way, um, our buddy, who has been on both sides of the counter for a long, long time, he's now betting for a living, has been for a while. He was at Game 2 the other night. He told me it's pure domination. Yep. He said that uh, one team is coming back to earth and the other team is peaking at the right time. He basically said he would be stunned if the Knights don't finish this off in five games. There's other ways to look at this, too. That at the end of the day, it's still a one seed against an eight seed. Yeah. You have that angle. You also have... Remember how hot Edmonton was? Would they win 13 of 14? Of they course. couldn't catch the Knights. So look at the Knights record going back to the All-Star break as well. Mm-hmm. They were playing fantastic hockey. And, and there's another point we'll get into tomorrow as well. But this is just... When you look at how well they were playing and Edmonton was on a roll, and Edmonton still couldn't catch them, and Vegas still won the division. And then what Vegas did, taking out Winnipeg, no problem, getting by Edmonton. Five different goalies, what they're and doing. I, I and I recall, I mean, I was part of this, right? But the major narrative was this this cannot continue, it won't continue with the Golden Knights. Uh-huh. They, they will be the team, in fact, to come back to earth at some point. And they've actually gotten better. That's right. I mean, they took out that blistering hot team, the Oilers, who were favored to win the Western Conference in six games. And they were... And lost their goalie in the middle of the series. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing this with Aiden Hill as well. I mean, if Aiden Hill can be okay for the rest of the way, they'll probably win this thing in five games. You see the firepower, right? And what they're doing offensively every game. Uh Uh-huh. All right, let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We'll recap what took place last night in the world of sports with win some, lose some from a betting perspective. Uh, a big one in Lusum with a major injury yesterday. Details are coming up next year on Follow the Money. Decent, the Sports Betting Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com.
2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right, here we go. Every day of the baseball season, William Hill Caesars put up two props. Will there be a grand slam, yes, no, and will there be a no-hitter? I thought both were going to cash. White Sox had one going in the bottom of the seventh, and Freeman hit a grand slam for the Dodgers. So yes was minus 140. White Sox take money, plus 145, down to 125. They win. Now 11-20 and 20 on the road this year. The A's plus 240. Second biggest dog of the season cashes. They had lost 15 in a row on the road. And MLB favorites went 10-4 and four last night. Subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com. Our radio and podcast friends, you always want to see these tweets and videos? Send them in, we'll put you on TV. It's that easy. This one's good here with the uh, the smooch with the dogs on that couch. <laughs> He's on the armrest. He turns it in, a little lick, right? Coming back. Turn the head again. A kiss. A little Come sneak back, right? Yep, little sne- yep, that's right. The sneaky kisses, what the dog does, coming back and then looking every time the owner turns its head. You come in with the, with the. I'm going in fresh here. This is called home security oh, team. Oh, please, with the volume up. What do we have? Now watch this. You have like the small chihuahua, I believe. <laughs> I'm a bulldog. Riding the back of the bulldog. <laughs> They're standing at the door. Yeah. And once the little dog starts going, he gets the big one going okay. on top of it. That's <laughs> all you need. <laughs> the Chihuahua's on the bull's face, no. fella. Look at the look at the front porch on this kid. And then he's jumping on his back, and then he barks, and then they does the same. Thing. No intruders welcome. <laughs> Stay away. That is awesome. <laughs> it's like he's on a saddle. Yes. Giddy up, and the bulldog's taking him out. That is great. Well done. I like this one. Another dog video. Where well, the dog is having none of this, right? Where oh, they, they, wow. they're getting snacks, uh, yeah. right? Give me a snack. I want a treat, right? <laughs> Back-to-back times, he gives it to his girl, and he finally comes in, and the dog bites the girl's, tooks her ponytail, and takes her down. Whips her down. Yes. Ragdolls her. So I can have a treat. Get out of here. Look at him. He's salivating. Give me something. Do, and he grabs her. And throws do not her. taunt happy fun no, dog. That is great. Grabs the ponytail in the mouth and throws her to the ground so he can get a treat. Well done. Excellent. Our lawyer friend in South Florida does it again. Gator PK321. He's playing 50 cent uh, dice game. Triple dice roll. He got dealt 
three or twos and a kicker. No ro no uh, multiplier though. Now you take the ten grand though. He'll take it. But uh, one of those days where he had some huge multipliers, but was still or excuse me, huge jackpots, but was still stuck. Lose some. The Rangers gave Degrom five for one eighty-five. He could be out twenty-one months. Tommy John. Okay. Jeez. He has when he comes back, which will be the beginning of, uh, in theory, twenty twenty-five. Paulie, he will have three years, one hundred and fifteen million dollars remaining on his deal. So now, what do the Rangers yeah. do this year? Right. I gotta go make a move. I mean, they won again. Uh, Dunning wasn't. Uh, wasn't great, but they won again. They're 20 games over 500. Go, you can go get another stud. You yeah, can go for this. Dun what Dunning has done so far is not going to be sustainable for the entire yeah, year. I agree. Um, they have to address the bullpen, but also, like I said, I called yesterday Degrom coming back, like the icing on the icing. I'm still on this team because I have, they will make multiple moves now. I believe. Well, I hope so. That's right. Pirates 230 up to three dollars, and they lose at home against the A's. Uh, Mitch Killer had one strikeout. Right, how about that? That's baseball. And this broke as soon as we got off the air. I thought it was a parody account. I couldn't believe it. In any event, Tiger, Rory, Matsuyama, Zalatoris, Morikawa, Rom. Collectively, they turned down $2.1 billion from Liv to fight for the PGA. And you saw what happened yesterday. Bad beats, Dodgers $1.90. Reds get three in the ninth to win. Red Sox, Cleveland, under eight. Two, one in the eighth, it goes over. Cubs first, five, led four, one, bottom of the fifth. And that was a loser. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com. Check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? It's updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Betting splits another way. We're here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check it out every game. VEASAN.com. That's win-lose. Okay, also uh, news today in the soccer world. It is official as of uh, eight minutes ago. Lionel Messi has made his mind up. What do you think this was? The odds on this happening uh, three, four years ago. MLS? He has selected Inter-Miami. Come on! He's going to the MLS. What do they pay him? Well, other pe people are already speculating, like, Barcel he's on loan from Barcelona, yeah? So he's going to have to get paid from Barcelona. Uh -huh. Is that the way it's going to work? How is Miami going to... Was he not... Didn't the Saudis offer him $400 million to play in their league? Yeah. That's Did he just say, no, nah, I'll go to Miami on the cheap. I'll take 100000 Yeah, they just gave this guy three for 630 didn't they? The, the, the one guy? Yeah, oh yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, huh? Benzema. Benzema. Yeah. I thought that was a parody account. <laughs> $630 million. It's like, well, why, how much did they give him? What's this a year? So they had Zlatan with LA, Beckham as well. Now you get messy. Mm. That's a surprise. That's, yeah, I mean, again, the odds on that happening a handful of years ago, no chance. Uh -huh, right. Also, uh, on the Jacob DeGrom front with that news, yeah. good tweet from Eric. Have to go preseason DeGrom under case from here on out. I think a lot of people have actually been making that bet now going back a little bit. Again, his innings pitched well, by yeah. year. It's, yeah. it's, you know, it'll, it'll go down as 30 innings this year, 64 last year, and 92 innings pitched in 2021. For what it's worth, again, the Mets... Won 101 games last year, and he only pitched those 92 innings. The Rangers are the second best team in baseball right now. I'll give you another one, too. And I know that uh, there's a host here on VEASAN, Femi Bemafe, who also hosts um, GM Shuffle, the podcast with Michael Lombardi. He's been tweeting about this, and I think he's on to something. Marcus Simeon is 50-1 to 1 to win the MVP at some spots at at least one book. Now, again, to beat Shohei Otani is going to be very difficult. Otani hit another home run last night. I believe he has 16 on the year. But judge to the IL again. Yep. So he's going to miss some more time, although his numbers are somehow as good as they were at this point compared to last year. But just from a number standpoint, there is... At, how is Simeon 50-1? to 1? 
again, when you look at overall what he's doing, and I always throw this out there, what if the Rangers win 100 games and how voters will look at that? I just, I don't think he should be 50 to 1 is the point of my story. Yeah. Yeah. They're great, though. Love this team. And still always always good value with them. $1.40, $1.50 favorites, it seems. Yep. On the regular. And even dogs in Gray's last start Friday, and he's $1.40 against Flaherty today. Oh, this I mean, is- it's not like they're playing a great team. They're taking on a team that's 13-21 and 21 on the road and lost 7 of 8 yep. in St. Louis. Well under 500. Yep. And they were $1.40 last night and they're $1.45 tonight. Here's a good tweet uh, from Marv. Benzema's contract... $215 million a year. NFL team salary cap, $225 million a year. So again, as we talked about a little earlier, do you think this? Do you think the Saudis are going to be done with a uh, little soccer here, some golf there? I don't, I don't think so. I think they could probably do whatever they want with that money. Again, endless funds. It's tough to comprehend. This is a tweet from Joseph. What if the Saudis would buy the USFL? And they offer guaranteed money to <laughs> players in the NFL. Yeah. Yikes, get out of the way. Something like that is not, is that far-fetched? Not to me. This has to get approved, though, too. The DOJ could get, you know, people have to sign off on this, though, as well. With this, uh, there's a lot of moving parts, though, though, what's what's gone on here in the last 24 hours. I would say. They don't even know what they're doing yet. I mean, Monaghan gets up there and, and uh, all hell breaks loose yesterday. So about what's going to happen. I mean, they don't even know Live Tour, who's getting paid. Do they have to give the money back? Are there fines? Are they, can they go on the PGA Tour again? I mean, this is this is still a mess. Norman's out. Not telling Norman anything. Mm-hmm. Adia, not tell Rory and Tiger. It's incredible how Monaghan handled this. A couple guys get in a room and they knock it out in seven weeks. So Dunn and Monaghan, after all this, these guys are despicable. And I don't want anything to do with the Osmir and everything. And then the report, he tells CNBC, well, after 10 minutes, I felt that he's with the guy. <laughs> I mean, it's, and he was talking. Are to we him. all horse? I mean, it's just—it's just incredible. Well, the, the, I, I the, felt great after ten minutes. Okay, the, the Monahan move is just as <laughs> slippery as it gets, man. Yeah, yeah. It really. How, how do you, how does oh. he live with himself? How it's so bad. Seven weeks talking wow. and never came come on, out. Come on. How about Bryson DeChambeau on CNN? Ah, it's it's you know it's nine eleven twenty years ago. We got to move on and let's time heals. Wait, is that what he said? I mean, just, watch that. Go watch that clip. I mean, it, it, it's. Come on. All right, up next, Game 3 NBA Finals from a player prop standpoint and a little French Open with Zach Cohen from VSIN coming up here on Follow the Money. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet $5 to get a $200 bonus instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code VEASAN when you sign up. Plethora of props, great menu, anything you want. The NBA Finals, get up there now at DraftKings. All right, Zachary Cohen joins the program now, a reporter and editor, sports better at VEASAN.com. He's on Twitter, at underscore Z-C-O, and uh, Zach is putting out a ton of player props on a daily basis. Thanks for the time. It's good to have you on the show for the first time ever, Zach. That's what you primarily focus on, is it not? Player props generally throughout uh, all these seasons that go on in sports? That's kind of the hole I've been fitting with Vison. I definitely do sides and totals a bit more. Uh, I think I'll be doing a little bit more of that during football season, but I've been hitting props since starting, and yeah, I've been enjoying it. Okay, so let's get into Game 3 tonight of the NBA Finals and uh, your thoughts and your breakdown here on uh, what you like. Bruce Brown is somebody that you're targeting tonight. I think he's going to get plenty of playing time tonight and uh, some chances here, right? The usage could be there for him. The shot attempts could be there. How do you want to attack Bruce Brown markets? Yeah, I'm playing Brown over uh, over 0.5 made threes, which is a little juicy, at minus uh, minus 155, but I'm also taking him over one and a half made threes at plus 310. He's averaging uh, one and a half made threes throughout the series. Uh, he played 27 minutes in game two after only playing 21 minutes in game one. And that's really because the Nuggets are losing trust in Michael Porter Jr., who has shot horribly since the start of the series and is also responsible for most of their defensive miscues, which is the reason that I think the Heat won game two. I don't think they can afford to let him you know, play poorly again in game three. I think they'll go 
quickly to Brown if they need to. Okay, so you said that over one and a half right now is currently priced at plus 310. Yep. Okay, I think he's going to get his attempts for sure. Uh, in terms of the finals MVP, what is your approach here and how you would attack this based on what the current uh, series price is set at too? Yeah, so if you believe in the Heat winning the series, which is starting to seem more and more possible, I think the way you attack it is you take Butler and Bam. You know, Butler's plus 475, Bam's plus 550. You take one of those two guys, you're probably going to win if the Heat win. I mean, the Heat are plus 225 to win the series, so the odds on these guys are much better. You can lose on one and still get a better price on one of them if they win. Do you have any thoughts on betting Joker tonight? Uh, again, the talk here of this series since Sunday night has been the Heat's adjustment in Game 2. And uh, my goodness, Nikola Jokic only had four assists in that game, and he was you know, burning it up before that contest. Any idea what he might look like in the box score when the game is all said and done tonight? Yeah, I mean, I'd probably go over on his points again. I do think that the Heat are going to do everything that they can to take away a supporting cast. I think that's the best way to defend this Nuggets team. I know that there's going to be some adjustments coming from Denver to try and, you know, get him a little bit more free-flowing with the way the Nuggets usually play, but I think that the Heat are going to win out when it comes to style at home in a game three where the crowd's going to be completely fired up. Yeah. Is there anybody else that you're focusing on tonight or basically you want to go go to war with Bruce Brown? Yeah, I mean, I like the over on Murray assists just because I think he's the guy that's going to have the ball in his hands the most if it's not Joker. And I do think that they're going to put Butler on Murray again, so that's going to deter him a little bit from shooting. So I think that's another one you could play the over on his assists. Uh, by the way, you also love to bet tennis. It is over with as we speak. Just finish, finished uh, moments ago. Igus Vitek took care of Coco Golf. It was a great first set back and forth. Ego won that 6-4, and then she uh, cruised in the second set 6-2. Uh, what, was that, uh, what was the total there? Was that 17.5 before the match started? Yeah, it was 17 and a half, which made it really hard to play. And I'm getting a little bit nervous because I have Sabalenka futures in this tournament. Siatek has just looked completely flawless since the start. Yeah, it's going to take a lot to beat her, huh? I mean, she's just unbelievable on, on the clay court. Yeah, nobody moves as well as Siatek, although I do think that the slower courts will help Sabalenka a bit because she has the power to kind of hit through them. And then it helps her a little bit because she doesn't move as well as anybody else and I don't know. It helps her track down balls a little bit when the ball's sticking to the you know, to the ground. Okay, we will get your early thoughts on Alcaraz versus Joker coming up here in a minute. Is there anything else today that we should have our eyes on for the French Open? Yeah, I have the over on games in uh, Tomas Echeverry against uh, Alexander Zverev. I think that Zverev's you know unbelievable player. He's somebody that I had been you know you know pegging for a breakout early in this year, just come out, back from his ankle injury. Uh, but he's had some mental hurdles since coming back. And I see him, you know, having a little bit of trouble with Echeverry here. Echeverry is a really good clay court player. He's won nearly 20 clay matches since the start of April, has a really good forehand. And then, you know, the Argentinian crowd follows, follows him around and gives him a little bit of adrenaline. So I think he's going to win a set and maybe even two sets. I think that's going four or five with, you know, it could go either way at the end. So I like the over. Okay, very good. It's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, our guest. Zach Cohen, uh, he is a reporter and a writer and editor at vcin.com, and he puts out a ton of uh, bets with the player props on a daily basis. I think the first number that I saw for the match coming up on Friday between Carlos Alcaraz and uh, Novak Djokovic was Alcaraz minus 185. Currently at DraftKings, Alcaraz is minus 205. Would you agree with that movement? Yeah, I would, and I've seen it as high as minus 240, so I think that minus 205 is a a decent number if you want to play the money line. I don't really like laying that much juice. So I think that I would play minus three and a half games there. That's going to be an awesome match. It's one that everybody's been waiting for for well over a year now. Um, and I just think that Alcaraz's speed and power on these slow courts is going to be a little bit too much for Djokovic, who you know entered the tournament with conditioning, physical issues. He has you know an elbow injury that's been lingering all year. He hasn't really proven himself throughout the course of the clay court season. Obviously, you know the Australian Open win was amazing. Probably the favorite to win Wimbledon, but I do think that winning this tournament is harder than winning any others. And Alcaraz presents such a physical challenge for him as a 20-year-old with you know endless energy, all the power in the world. And Alcaraz beat him last year in uh, in uh, on clay, mm. and that was a you know, worse version of Alcaraz that we're seeing right now. Great article on the website about the finale of Succession and the odds by Johnny Avello. What did you think of the finale? 
I thought it was really good. I thought it tied the series up really well. I almost am bummed that the see the show ended so early because it felt like they were like hitting their stride the mm-hmm. last two seasons. I know that they were nervous about, you know, ending in a poor way like a lot of HBO shows do, but I was I was ready to see some more. It is odd to close after four years. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Um are you betting anybody? Do you have any futures right now on the men's or the women's side for Wimbledon? Yeah, I haven't touched it yet. I do think that I'll probably play Djokovic just because, like I said, the fitness has been an issue, but he's been able to play himself into shape throughout the course of this tournament. I don't see you know him taking much time off during the grass court season, and he's by far the best grass player in the world. I, I do wonder, you know, there's some guys that are big servers that play better on Wimbledon that, you know, really weren't factors at this tournament, you know, you know the health of like a Nick Kyrgios or something, but I doubt he'll be back in time, actually. I, I want to r- uh, run one by you on the women's side. Now, she blew her match today. Anj de Brewer took the first set and then uh, eventually lost. I think she gave away the second one. That was on right before our uh, show started. She's around 10 or 12 to 1 at Wimbledon where she plays exceedingly well. Is that worth a stab or is that just probably the right price at this point? I think it is worth a play. I mean, she's another one that she wasn't playing very well coming into this tournament. I thought she was vulnerable. I had Haddad Maya to win a set in that match. Okay. So I don't know. I think that Jabor is the type that she'll play her way back as well. She's, you know, a top five player in the world when she's playing her game. I also think maybe Rivakina, if she's healthy, she'll be another one that'll contend there. She won it last year, has had a phenomenal 2023 season. Uh, I just think that's another play, you know, worth making. Very good. You can read Zach's write-ups every day at vcin.com, reporter and editor for the website and for the network, and follow him on Twitter. He is at underscore ZCO. Pleasure today, Zach, coming on the show and talking to you. Thanks so much for the time. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, be good. Good luck today as well. What do you think Joker in five is? Joker in five? Yeah. Uh, five to one. Close, five fifty. Okay. Straight set, seven to one. Oh boy, I could not. There's he's plus one thirty-five to win the first set. Total games thirty-eight and a half. There we go. Six a.m. start time. Oh, yeah, six a.m. So we'll have the first That's hour up, on yeah. Friday, and then uh, early move on Carlos. Yeah. Uh, we got tweets, by the way, earlier today comparing what happened yesterday in golf to Shiv. succession. Yeah, I saw. Yeah. Does that make sense to you? Tom and Shiv holding hands at the end with the fund and. Uh, uh, in another, the PGA Tour. Another spoiler oh, that hands from here. Paul Howard here. Tom, yeah, Tom. It's only been a week and a half, Paul. Uh, these guys, they think they're so clever. You know, the the last name, the last name of Tom is the last name of the only player in World Series history to turn an unassisted triple play. The people that went back and found that out and then predicted what was going to happen. Incredible. But then again, the people who did succession, I guess smart people, but that's... Wait, wasn't yeah. there a young girl on TikTok who figured out what That's was going to happen? Like four years ago, what was going to oh. happen? Because Tom's last name, same I, thing? I, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't see it till like three weeks ago. That Tom's last name, he has the same last name, the character, of the only player in World Series history to turn an unassisted triple play. And then how it finishes. And it makes sense like that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Absolutely. Worked out for Tommy Boy. How long ago right. was the uh, unassisted triple play? Do you 1900s know or something? Oh, 1916 or something? Okay. I'll look it up, Wom. Yeah. All right. I'll look it up. Uh, in-pocket <laughs> plays are coming up next. And a big move on a future bet that we discussed, uh, discussed on the show yesterday. Details on that coming up on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 
2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human-moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're right. All right, winner with the Rangers. They get there again. Want to come back with them too. I don't blame you. Gray a dollar forty-five against Flaherty and the Cardinals. They are hot. They've won 14 of 17, 20 games over 500 now. But the new points, rebounds, and assists over for the Joker. 51 and a half tonight. One of the three categories, I should just get a uh, huge performance. Which, okay, if you hold him in check, and maybe only as in the 20s for points. He could erupt with the uh, rebounds. And then we'll see what happens with the assists. You know, hasn't done much from that standpoint in the last six quarters, but maybe the Miami game plan continues to be let him shoot more volume. Let him go for 40. Don't let the others get involved. Cut down on the assists like Mike Brown was talking about. That was the game plan what Sacramento had and what he thought other teams should do. And then we have all the uh, the pending as well with all the props and uh, what we gave out before the series. Could have cashed two of the tickets already. Fell one assist short for Joker in game one and one rebound short for Bam in game one. So good luck tonight. Giddy up. All right. If you're going to lose, just go down in flames, right? Dang. Mitch Keller, 7 plus Ks last night, minus 128. Is that a winner? Do I need to refresh my account today? No? Loser? Okay, he had 1K against Oakland. Baseball's a funny game, man. Moving on. That's, that's baseball, Mitch. Hey. We're getting requests that you can do your uh, MLB <laughs> bad beats in the Kirkton voice. Kirkton, yeah. Gabe Vincent over 13 and a half points in game three tonight. I'm also adding yep. Joker right. over 21 and a half and a half points in. No, no, check that. That's rebounds and assists. I wish it was points and rebounds. Yeah, that's re- that's my bad, probably. Rebounds and assists. Yeah, it's Mitch's fault. Tonight, we'll blame me. Uh, 21 and a half tonight. I do wow. think there's going to be a correction here. He bounces back. He's the best player in the world. I'm not going to freak out over one game. And I'm going down here. Joker this morning available. Triple double double plus 130. How that is flipped now. How that oh, price yeah, is Oh, yeah, absolutely. Changed. He did it. Didn't he do it seven of eight games? The run he had on? Yep. He was, he was on? Become a smarter sports better with a VSIN Pro subscription for a limited time. Sign up for $9.99. Get full access to everything we do. The daily pro picks, the 24-7 video access, the pro tools. 
the betting splits. Don't miss out on our lowest intro price of the year, vcin.com slash subscribe to sign up today. Plenty of good tweets, too, uh, comparing Jamison Williams and uh, others about Costanza in the episode with the, you know, caught with the cleaning lady and just saying, was that wrong? I, I played ignorance. I Should I have not done that? Wambi had an unassisted triple play in Game 5 of the 1920 World Series. Hmm. He caught a line drive, stepped on second, tagged Otto Miller coming from first base. Earlier in the game, his teammate hit the first Grand Slam in World Series history. My God, sounds like some series. That was 80-1 to 1 for both those things to come oh, in. God, yeah. The kid was born in... Jimmy 18- Vaccaro was taking bets on it. Okay, yeah. He was born in 1894. Again, same last name as Tom from Succession, and the people that uncovered this. What, what's the last he, name? Wombigans? 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 The kid lived to be 91. Oh, good for him. What a run. Jesus. Quite the life. Yeah, I'd say. born in, To live that long when you're born in 1894, yeah. all the stuff you had to go through and encounter? I mean, this was... Oh, a couple things happened, yeah. We got, well, we got strippers and math. I mean, what this guy had to go through, wars and... Yeah. yeah died in 1985. What, what, what transpired yesterday? What do you think? I think that was one of the most surprising... Nobody saw that coming. That's one of the biggest surprises oh, is, in sports history. That's that's Hogan going to the NWO. Yeah, upsets happen. Uh, that's, all, a, that's a real-life heel turn. Yeah, upsets and, happen all the time. But to see something completely come out of left field, where you think it's a parody account and can't be true, and you have to check it ten times. Jordan retires the first time. Magic Johnson retires. The O.J. Bronco chase. It's um, another one. How about LeBron going back to Cleveland? I predicted that. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Well, yeah, because a guy, a guest on uh, the previous station where we worked at, told us like three weeks before it happened. No, I thought it was the chance it was going to happen because how they're putting the roster together. You remember how the news broke? That, but I think it was like on a Thursday he, morning at the, eight, eight a.m. or nine a.m. The Sports Illustrated. Sports cover? Illustrated. Yeah. The O.J. Bronco chase. Think about this. NBC carrying the NBA Finals. Cut away from live coverage, and the Knicks were playing to go to the Bronco chase. Bob Costas doing it. Yeah, I, I mean, think about that. What would have to happen? The equivalent today, I don't know, The Rock? Who knows? But the equivalent today of OJ being involved in a m- murder, and then the chase <laughs> in Cal- Southern California. My God. Okay, uh, here's your pro tip of the day on this show. Game three NBA Finals has been heavily bet by the public with over 80% of the money on the Nuggets minus two and a half. Same scenario played out when the Celtics beat the Heat on a buzzer beater, but Miami covered. That's per Josh Applebaum. You can get free daily betting tips at vcin.com. So we talked about this player yesterday when we did blind resume and we threw three players out in the National League to win the MVP. One was Ronald Acuna whose numbers just completely jump off the page. Another was Freddie Freeman at 6-1 to one yesterday. He had a grand slam in the game. They lost the game, however. And the other one was Luis Arise from uh-huh. the Miami Marlins, and he was 80-1 to one yesterday. Well, within I don't even know how long of our show being over with yesterday, that thing moved to like 40-1. to one. And then he had two more hits last night. He's currently batting 401. His war at Fangraphs is 2.0. Zero. He is ninth in the National League. Um, it's going to take an act of God for him to hit that number all year long. I mean, again, it's been 15 years since a player in Major League Baseball was hitting 400 this deep into the season. His on base is now up to 451. You think it won't happen for the MVP because all of his other numbers pale in comparison. Yeah, The power numbers are not going to be there. The RBIs are not going to be there. For what it's worth, his stolen bases, I mean, he has one. Acuna has 26. <laughs> now, they are a second-place team right now, and potentially in the National League, they do make the playoffs. Is that a big deal when it comes to awards? To me personally, no. But you never know how voters are going to approach this thing. And he's down, he was, again, he was 80-1 to 1 when we did Blind Resume yesterday. The best I think I see right now is either 50 or 60, but he's, he's at 40 or now in that range at most spots. Well, like on a, on a bad day, like even if they, to be conservative, Alonzo, Muncie, you know, Matt Olson, these type of guys are going to have like 
at least 35 bombs, mm-hmm. 40 bombs, and then God knows how many RBIs. And then what, what, what type of season Mookie Betts can put together. So, my God, has baseball changed. I know. Alonso's he- hitting 230. Max Muncy's hitting 200. Matt Olson's hitting 230. Schwarber's hitting 170. What did I see? He had, he had like two singles in the, the whole season or something, mm-hmm. or one month or whatever it was. I mean, so, of all qualified batters in the net, if he puts together a Tony Gwynn-type year. Yeah. Because Tony Gwynn never struck out. Right, right. right. And uh, there's, there's a, well, there's a whole crowd of batting averages overrated. Oh, no, of course. Absolutely. Yep. So, he has 11 strikeouts sure. right now on the year in 212 plate appearances. Check that, 235 plate appearances. Um, Ruiz with the Nationals in 209 plate appearances has 16 strikeouts. So it's not like Arise has eight and the next closest guy has 30. There are actually players who are close to him in fewest strikeouts. Jeff McNeil, uh-huh. in fact, has 11 more plate appearances in Arise and only 10 more strikeouts. So I just, man, it, it's going to come down to that magic number and what voters will well, look at it like, right? I mean, because if, if he, if, let's say he does, let's pretend for a minute. Well, Fast forward four months, he hits exactly 400. Here's the best way I can put it. Are you scared of the guy in the eighth inning? No. It's I'm up 4-2 in the eighth inning. What are you going to do? Slap a base hit to left field what on if, me? What if, uh, what if he has runners in scoring position? Are you scared of him then? I would say you have to be a little bit. It's, it was the argument against Tony Gwynn. Put it this way. Tony Gwynn, Tony Gwynn, okay. yeah, but, but Tony Gwynn would, have, would hit 360, but he'd have you know, 12 home runs and 60 RBIs. I'll flip it on you. Runners on second and third... They trail 4-2, bottom of the eighth. Are you giving him the free pass? Do you intentionally walk, walk him? Let's say it's September 15th. Playoff lives are on the line. And the guy's hovering around 400. I think you have to. I think to. you have to with that average, yeah. I think you got to put him on base. Whoever's behind him, yeah. And say, we'll take our shots with... Yeah. But then or again, Soler, whoever. We, we saw Barry Bonds get intentionally walked with the bases low. Oh, that's... That, what would happen? And nobody, and, was, on, and nobody on base. And that was probably an advantage play Yeah. Uh-huh. with how hot that guy was. Yeah. All right, if you missed any of the show today, you can go back, search, follow the money, wherever you get your podcasts. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon. Uh, good luck betting all the games tonight. We're back tomorrow at 7 Eastern. We'll see you then. Bye. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome.